Good morning, everybody. It's your favorite truck driver in the whole wide world, ex-truck driver, Bitcoin Ben, here with the love of my life other than my wife, Debbie. How are you doing, babe? I'm wonderful, Ben. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, babe. Uh, now, we're going to want to explain the thing on your chin. She was attacked by Bill Gates. That's what I think. Well, it happened in your state. So I was in Florida for two weeks and I was on the beach working out and something, something bit me. And I'm, I swear to God, it was one of those bioengineered something that Bill Gates let loose in Florida to test it on the human population. And this is good. It went, my whole chin was looked like a big ball, went down my neck into my lymph nodes. I got so nervous. I almost ended up in the emergency room, which is not where I want to be. So, uh, wow, that that's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> one guy, one guy once told me, Florida will try and kill you. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm from New York, as you know, and you would think I'd have these all over my face if I live in New York, but no, they know that they can kill us other ways. So. They have to get you guys in special ways in Florida. <laughs> That's right. They send in the robo-bugs. <laughs> no, but he really did. He just released some bioengineered, I believe, mosquito-carrying something. I don't know if it's the X virus, whatever it is, but he targeted Florida. Yep. It's, it's because we love our freedom here in Florida. <laughs> I, I'm so excited. I'm so excited, dude. I have been working on AI for like the last, I mean, girl, when I grab onto something, I chew on it forever. And I'm learning AI more and more. Look at this ad that I created using text to video, oh, excuse me, text to video AI. And it literally took me, I timed it. It took me six and a half minutes to make this. Watch this. Catch the wave of the future at Bitcoin Ben's Crypto Club, the newest hotspot for crypto enthusiasts in Nashville. With our grand opening on March 2nd, 2024, we're ready to guide you through the exciting world of digital currencies. From Bitcoin to Ethereum, Litecoin to Divi, we've got you covered. Whether you're a seasoned trader or a curious newcomer, you're welcome to join us. Dive into the vibrant world of cryptocurrency, discuss the latest trends, and learn from experts in the field. At Bitcoin Ben's Crypto Club, we're not just a club, we're a community. Join us this March and discover the endless possibilities of the crypto universe. Inside Bitcoin Ben's Crypto Club, the hub of all things cryptocurrency. As you enter, your eyes will be drawn to the high-tech digital screens showcasing real-time data of various cryptocurrencies. The hum of excitement is palpable, with passionate conversations about blockchain, altcoins, and the latest market trends echoing around the room. Here, you'll find a diverse group of people, 
From seasoned traders keen on sharing their trading strategies to newbies eager to dive into the digital currency pool. We host regular events featuring guest speakers from the crypto world, making it the perfect place to learn, network, and be part of the ongoing financial revolution. So don't just stand there at the door. Come in, grab a seat, and let's talk crypto. Join now at www.bitcoinbencryptoclubnashville.com or call us at 629-300-5585. That's amazing, Ben. I literally made that in six and a half minutes. Let me ask you a question. Yep. How long did it take you to learn how to do that? Maybe two and a half minutes. Really? Yep. It's the user interface is so easy. All you do is you write what you want. Let me give how I created this was all I did was write, create a one and a half minute ad for the Bitcoin Ben Crypto Club in Asheville. The grand opening is on March the 2nd. Um, and here, um, and the website is, you know, this, and here's the telephone number, hit enter, and that's what it created. So you didn't pick any of the images, nothing? Nope. Did you have to edit it at all, say, I don't like this, I like this, or it was... Uh, I did edit some of the text because it said Ripple, and I changed it to actually, you know, my boy's up in Divi, and uh, and I changed the original graphic with a graphic of our logo. Unfortunately, on that ad, I used a lower quality image so it doesn't look as crisp. But this this was the first ad I've actually created using this software. Now, let me show you the second ad that I created for our free Bitcoin Ben Freedom Festival here in Saratoga. watch this. This one I actually created in about eight, maybe eight or nine friggin' minutes. 
with a lot more tweaking. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready to celebrate freedom like never before. Take a moment, mark the date, and prepare yourself for an unprecedented event. We are talking about the Free Bitcoin Benz Freedom Festival, set to take place on the 17th day of March. This isn't just any ordinary event, it's a grand tribute to liberty, commemorating the values we hold dear. We've planned an extraordinary day-long celebration, one that promises to be the epitome of merriment, brimming with the vibrant tunes of melodious music that will lift your spirits. Music that will reverberate in the air, blending with the echoes of joy, laughter, and the true spirit of America. It's where the soul of our... Now, this over on this screen is playing smooth. So if it's a little choppy on your end, that's because of my computer, not the video. Our nation will be on full display, a festivity of our freedom, our unity, our identity, what better day to celebrate our unity and patriotism than St. Patrick's Day? A day that already bears the symbol of unity, camaraderie, and community. So why not add a dash of patriotism to it? Think about it, a St. Patrick's Day imbued with the essence of national pride. Doesn't that sound enticing? Patriotism, the ingredient that adds strength to our unity, the factor that makes us who we are. And when patriotism blends with unforgettable performances from some of the most talented artists, the result is nothing short of magical. Performances that are not just about entertainment, but also about celebrating our shared values and the spirit of our great nation. So, we invite you all to be a part of this great spectacle, to join us in a display of unity and patriotism that surpasses all others. Mark your calendars, invite your friends, and make sure you don't miss out on this extraordinary celebration of freedom. See you there. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That's, that only took nine and a half minutes. Now, mind you, most of that nine and a half minutes is it processing it. So all I wrote was create a marketing video for the Bitcoin Ben uh, Freedom Festival on March, blah, 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 St. Patrick's Day, blah, blah, blah. So I just wrote what I wanted, and it generates it automatically. Then you can watch it, and if you don't like that one, you hit regenerate, and it will actually make you a completely different one. Cool. Yeah, it's the. This is gonna. This ad would have cost me a couple grand in the past, at least. Now, this software I'm using, because I wanted the highest grade, is about 500 a month. But 
I can use it for the clubs, for my show, for Calix Solutions, for the Nashville Club, the Boston Club, the St. Louis Club. I and I can add users. So Janet up in Nashville will be able to log on to our account and just create ad after ad after ad after ad that she can then share on social media. So I was going to ask you, so this can go on Facebook or any of it, it can go anywhere? Yep. And it automatically trademarks. Really? Yep. Yeah, it's interesting because I met with an advertiser for the gym that I opened up up here and I'm paying him 700 a month just base to target. Well, part of that's targeting the audience on Facebook, figuring okay. out what ad works the best for what target market, which when you figure out when AI can do that, you let me know. And then I'm paying 1200 a month just to run it on Facebook. Now, are you when you run that ad, you're still paying for a Facebook ad, right? Yeah, uh, 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 like if if Janet uploaded a tweet mm -hmm. on X, she for the club can hit promote up there. Now, see what you could do is. You could eliminate your guy that you're paying, mm -hmm. have a Facebook page for your. Uh, we do. We already do. Yep. Uh, then all you do is create your ad using this software. Then you upload that on Facebook. Then you share that post mm -hmm. and on that post it will give you the option to promote that post and all you do is is link a credit card to your facebook account and you say all right um I want, I want to spend 200 a week promoting this ad in this zip code and hit enter. And that's it. It will, it will advertise to people who Go to gyms, live in that area, exercise. They'll search, Facebook will search their feed. And if they live in the area that you request, it will advertise that post you just put up on their feed. That's interesting. These ads. These advertising agencies are gone. They're useless. 
You don't need them anymore. Do you want to share? Do you want to share the name of the AI software, or you you don't want to share it that oh, you're yeah. using? Oh, absolutely. It's. Uh, I'll write this uh, down. It's called NVIDIA. Oh, okay. All right. Let me share. Hang on one second. Share. You know what's so so interesting? I bet you within a month, there's going to be something better and bigger than what you're using now coming out. Like, don't you think the different the, the different levels of AI are going to be coming out faster and faster and faster with something new and improved every week? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hang on a second. This is the software I use. Okay. NVIDIA AI. Create videos with text prompts. It is so damn easy. I mean, it, it, It it blew my mind how easy it was. It's and as soon as I had done it, uh just my brain went crazy with holy cow, I can do <coughs> so much with this. That's what my brain was doing as I'm watching it going and use it for this. Now can you insert Let's say you had, let's use my gym, for example. We've got video of our actual members. Can you insert your own video? You can. Yep. Yep. It's it's so easy to add video, add text over the video, add this, and then you hit generate it reads. You know, blah, 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 blah. boom, there you go. It's cool. it's incredible. I, this is going to, oh, my God. This is going to get rid of so many so many jobs. I have a, good, a great idea. You guys should, at one of our next Founders Group meetings, you should give a little demo of how you actually create it. We We plan on doing that. And at our clubs, we're going to offer this service to our corporate members. Hey, send me a description of the ad you want, and all I got all I got to do is copy, paste, generate the video, have them watch it. Do you like it? Oh, we love it. There you go. So is, will this be a free service for members or something for a little upcharge? Uh, if it's trademarked, there's like a dollar ninety nine fee. So I mean, would, would you pay a dollar ninety nine for that? 
Absolutely. I'm going to be calling you after this show. I have a list of things for you, Ben. <laughs> yes. It's, um, it's, and it's, and what's crazy, the reason I used that one, that in video one, is they're also making their platform a social media platform. So people will, will actually be able to search the videos you created and watch your ads. Like a YouTube. Yeah. Like a YouTube library. Yeah. Yep. Huh. It's, and they're also pretty soon, they're going to accept Bitcoin. Are they a freedom based company? Uh, that I don't know. I would assume so if they're in the, you know, um, I know that they don't just rely on open AI, mm -hmm. which is not what we want. Um, I, and I know it sounds like it's freedom, open AI, but it's not. That's the opposite of what it really is. But I mean, this is, this is revolutionary. I mean, oh, I, yeah. you're going to be putting ad agencies everywhere. I'm, I'm with you, Todd. I would have said 10 bucks, Todd. Yeah. And, and think about that, Todd. You're up in Nashville. Mm -hmm. You, uh, you have a real estate agent looking to, create an ad he or she is a member of your club and they email you hey could you create me an ad for this and they give you a an explanation of the ad they want okay boop 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 then you send it to them voila you can charge them 10 bucks extra, you know, a la carte. Yeah. Now, Todd, you got to charge extra for the people that want you to regenerate it 30 times because they don't. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's, it's, the, this is a whole new value add on our club. And the savings for the customer. I mean, think oh, about I'm spending, I'm spending 700 base a month plus my 1200 just to run the ad on Facebook. I'm spending $1,900 a month, and that's for one ad. Yeah. It, uh, we got Daddy-O over there using the software. Uh, I just now created a 30-second video about Litecoin and BTC. Oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. It blows your mind. The first time you use it, you're like, I, and that's what, that's what people don't understand. That's why I have been headlong on this AI shit. Because people, they don't understand how much, number one, K 
capital you can save and how much this someone right now watching this video could create an account on this software go out and launch a company and call themselves you know blah 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 marketing and charge a membership fee for their company and just like we're doing let me add something to that ben so yeah. i don't know uh, I'm sure most of your people follow Bix Weir, but on a video he had out yesterday or the day before, he was talking about how he felt, as you know, Theta is one of the main cryptos that's going to be huge. One of the things Theta is patented and doing now is supporting AI. So not only is it taking care of all the broadband issues we have, but also it's huge in the AI market right now behind the scenes. He's like, oh my gosh, it's a buck 20. Buy it now before it goes nuts. And they have patents. Oh yeah. It's, there's, there's so many good projects out there. There's, there's so many good tokens out there. I, I have so many people interested in, uh, like we are going to open up a club up in Boston. We're going to open up a super club up in St. Louis. We have so many people who, who want to invest in these clubs because they see the value add that the, we, we have such a structure with these clubs. Just this morning, uh, we have one of our club members. She showed up early because she wanted to get a good, you know, run at the day. And I sat out there and talked to her for like five, maybe six minutes. And she said, thank you so much. She's like, I've wanted to get in to cryptos, but I, I didn't even know where to begin. So she comes in, she joins a club. Now she has a crypto laptop. Mm -hmm. She's learning how to hold and handle her own keys, her own phrases how to own her own coins. And she's so excited. She was like, ah! <laughs> I think it's great that you're also pulling into the clubs, the value add. And think about it. A business has to make money, right? Of course, the clubs you want to base for freedom, but you also want to see a profit. Why not? You're working hard, right? So yeah. something like this, an ad generation from AI, that's, that's so smart. Think about all the other opportunities the clubs will have to bring in different services like an a la carte, like you said, for the, the club owners to make money. That's awesome. Yep. And, and the clubs will have a link 
for Calix Solutions. Mm-hmm. You know, where they get a percentage of each of the laptops that are sold from the club. Yep. You know, and and here in Florida, I added slot machines. <laughs> Not the new ones. I got the classic ones with the old arm and stuff that you put in quarters. Oh my gosh, that sounds like my laundry room. You know I own real estate. So one of my buildings, I have washers and dryers. And of course the government wants you to do the card reader so they can track your income. Oh no, quarters only, baby. You put it in, you push it. I I will not upgrade. Yeah, and it's more fun. Yeah. You know, it's... And every Friday night, we have a friggin' poker night here. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's getting crowded. I'm going to have to buy another poker table or two. <laughs> I love it. And it's it's everyone in there having a good time. Last Friday, we had live music. Mm-hmm. I, it was a blast. And people are joining because they can either come into the club or learn online on our website. Using this software, we're going to be able to create educational videos for our website like that. Yeah. I love it. And just add more and more value. And the well, these next two clubs, how I plan on getting, or how I plan on doing the investors is I think I'm going to offer four shares each club to investors who uh, put up Twenty-five grand, each one of them gets five percent. Right, so that would sell twenty percent of the club. Now the rest would be smart contract, where anybody in the world can invest in one of our clubs and when and and as it's profitable all we do is send probably ethereum into the smart contract and everyone who invested receives their appropriate portion of what they share, what they own in ETH. Hmm. So, so you'd have the you'd have the initial owners, and then you'd be selling what I can liken to stock in yeah. the company. Yep, and and the initial four investors will get a larger share per dollar than the uh, lock than the smart contract. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Right. And then it, it, it just revolutionized. It, it completely decentralizes each, each of the clubs. It allows someone who has $25 worth of ETH could actually buy into one of the clubs. I love it. Fractional ownership. I love it. That's what 7K Metals does, as you know. If you yep. don't have enough money to buy an ounce of silver or an ounce of gold, you can buy $10 a week through yep. your Bitcoin then silver. Yeah. I mean, it's smart. That that levels the playing field for everybody. You don't Big. have to be this rich, rich, rich person to get on the playing field. Yep. And, and until the club completely sells out, then every week you could buy, you know. A little bit more. A little bit more of the club, a little bit more of the club. But once once it's all sold out, that's it. There aren't any more ever created. So then what we're going to do is launch our club exchange on our website where actually people can join the club and if someone wants to sell their shares of one of the club they can sell it to members of the club on the exchange that's a great idea yeah, because then hypothetically, Deb, which we are going to talk about this later, let's say you were one of the owners up in St. Louis, right? And you initially bought in at like 25 grand. So you own 5% of all of the whole club. Mm-hmm. Well, your 5% is now valued at $100,000. Now, how did you get there? Be Educate me. I, because the, uh, the price of the shares that are sold to the decentralized part is four times more than what you paid for. So what you're saying is when you sell it, the other, the, the uh, stock type prices, they're going to be, they're going to get less for more, which is going to take my share and raise and raise the value of it. Yes. Got yep. it. Okay, that makes sense. You know what else I absolutely love about these clubs, though, Ben? For me, you know, I'm a people person. I'm an energy person, a frequency person. And I love when you go there, you, you've got so many like-minded people, not just in crypto, but the people, I, I, I don't hate to use the term like us, but the freedom fighters, the freedom thinkers, it's not just crypto. It's gold and silver. It's AI. 
People are coming into these clubs with all different ideas because you don't have time to learn everything. I don't have time to learn everything. But collectively, you've got so many intelligent people branching out, learning things that could make us more free, more yep. decentralized. And we're bringing it all together and educating each other. I think that's amazing. Yep. Uh, let me answer this real quick. Jilly Dilly ask are there capital calls for those investors after initial investment no nope it's it's because what those initial investors are there for number one one of them will probably be the person running and managing the club Right now, we will help them in all of that, but they'll probably, and there's plenty of those people. I got a guy up in Boston. This guy's about to come out of his, his damn skin. He can't wait to get going on this. And, uh, and it's, 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 community based mm -hmm. and the membership structure allows the members to make money on getting their friends to join the club too because we the clubs have affiliate links for all the members it's it's the only club that you can join and make more money than you're paying for the club. And as a corporate member, you can host events here. Well, um, you we help you if you actually want to like if you actually want to blockchain your company or you want to launch a company, we can help you with venture capital raises. Now, if you own a company and you want to sell shares in your company, we can help you set up a smart contract. Then we will put you on our landing page on the uh, on our website as as uh, as member uh, corporate member blockchain opportunities or something where you can actually buy shares of companies that are members of our club just sending in ETH. Just like the clubs are, are structured, we could literally take your gym, yeah. put it on a blockchain, and let's say you want to sell half a million dollars worth of the equity you have in your club. You'd say, all right, Ben, 
uh, I want to sell a half a million. I'd say, all right, do you want to sell them for $10 a share? And that would be 50,000 shares. Or do you want them for a dollar a share? And there's 500,000 shares. Then we set up a smart contract. We launch it. We create a QR code for your uh, receiving your receiving wallet, and then we post that inside our club on on our opportunity wall. Right, where people can walk up and go, "Oh, that's Deb from the video. Oh, she's looking to sell shares for." Jim, huh? Yeah, I got an extra fuck. I I got twenty five bucks. Right. Send that in. That's all they do is send in send in the ETH. They own whatever percentage that is of your shares now. Yep. Can I ask a question? Can I stop you for a minute? No, I, you know yeah. me. I, you know, I have a whole bunch of different businesses. So, but also they're businesses that live in the current cabal world. Yes. So if I were to sell part of my company, sell a share, I'd have to give them a share stock certificate. No, they would receive a token. Okay. So none of that is none of the old stuff paperwork all that garbage would have to be done that's nope. by the smart contract and the token yep so i'd have to create tokens for my business we do that that's what we actually create with the smart contract okay it's hmm. super simple hmm. and it's it's for any type of company. You could actually tokenize one of your properties. I thought about that. You know, think about that too. If you tokenized your properties and you allowed the people that lived there to be part owners via token, how much they, more pride would they have in keeping it clean, not putting holes in the walls, paying you know into the property to keep it up? A partner and I tried to do that years ago with the commercial building and the paperwork and the bureaucracy, all the crap we had to go through. Yep, we just didn't have Yep. Now, is that, do you think that's a legally recognized structure? It is because blockchain is recognized as smart contracts. I don't know about New York. But I know in Florida, in Missouri, that's all this legislation yeah. that they're pushing through is recognizing digital assets as property. That's what they're talking about. As So if you tried to sell your property without the uh 
without paying your people on the blockchain back, they could easily sue you. Yeah, I'm going to look into that. Um, that's actually. And then if they don't recognize that, let's say in New York, that's something perhaps that we could request to the lawmakers well, yeah. anybody that's left after they get cleaned out, hopefully soon. Yep. It's it's this is all a process. This is all new. But think about how much this revolutionizes everything. Oh yeah. This this rev this revolution because think about it. If your smart contract for your property is sent to you in ETH, right? Or actually, or eventually Bitcoin. I'm using I'm using Ethereum because the smart contract structures are more proven on Ethereum than they are actually on Bitcoin. So I, I'm going to give the or the ordinals on Bitcoin a few years to get the shit beat out of them before I would trust a smart contract on one of them. Now, what do you think about the Theta blockchain? Conceptually, great. But it's not proven. It's, and this is the argument for those of you that have known, you know, me and Bix a while. This is the argument we have over Theta. I'm not saying anything negative. What I'm saying is that they got too big too quick. And and that screwed up their tokenomics structure of their blockchain. Because what Theta does, which is amazing, is they blockchain video, they blockchain content, they make everything video and and they revolutionize like Netflix. They revolutionize YouTube. You know, they where you can't take it down. It's it's indestructible on the internet. Right? But the problem is is the node structure isn't wide enough to handle the volume of video that they're going to hold up. 
Like if the, their problem is they're gonna hit a a usage point where the node structure will not be able to carry the video stream that the users want. And that means choppy video. And no one wants choppy video. Now, don't you think they've recognized that and they're working on it? Or you think it's not repairable based on their structure now? Uh, they're going to have to launch more nodes. And the problem is their price is too high. That's why the initial like validators, that's why there's so few of those. And, and they had to launch a lower level of validators. Then they had to launch another lower level of validators because their price was going up too high on their token that they, the average person couldn't afford to actually get enough tokens to be a val a validator on the network. And that's why they're going to have to keep eat. The only way they can fix it, and this is crazy, but it's true, they're gonna have to allow one token to be a validator. And, but they don't wanna do that yet because if they did that, They'd have to, well, they would basically have to adopt segregated witness-like software into their software. And that would, that, uh, they'd have to recode their whole platform. But now, like I said, I, I'm not saying it's a bad project. I'm saying they got to this. What's funny is that Bix Weir is who fucked them. Ooh, you got to explain that. He, he, he announced it to his community. And that made the price jump up before they were ready for the price to jump up. Ah. That's what I keep on telling people with Dibby. They're like, win, move, win, move. You cannot have a high price token and create your blockchain and create your structure of a vault and all that with a high price coin it fucks up everything 
That's why the Kivy Project, when it reaches the right point, they can let the token scream upwards because they will have set in the foundation that will allow the growth of the value of the token. So if I'm understanding what you're saying and maybe from a million mile view, because you're much more educated on this than I am, they need to keep the price low enough to be able to sell enough validator nodes, whatever you want to call them to get the community all set up before the price rises. Okay. Yes, because their token is a utility token. Okay. It isn't just a regular, you know, blockchain token. And that means the tokens themselves store or help to store the video image that is held on the network in the validators. Okay, that's part of what's held in the block. Yes, yes. Okay. That, is is yes. Divi also a utility token? Yes. Okay. Yep. Hmm. It's, and, and that's why, unless you really know what the like, freak freak yeah unless you really know the technology and the actual like tokenomics people mm -hmm. think well you know divvy's just a wallet <laughs> they have no idea what what it really is it's an information decentralizing network that will be able to capture exchange transfer information value uh, identity uh, authentication uh, to anybody in the world freely. Hmm. So when you say the token price can't grow too quickly until the base structure is set, and I know that that's going to be dependent on how many tokens are sold. Yep. From what you have been seeing in the crypto space, what's a reasonable time frame to allow a token to grow? Five years? Two years? On projects like Theta and like Tivy, I'd say five to seven years. Hmm. Okay. Because um, let me explain it this way. Let's... Um, Let's say Jan uh, January 2010, right? 
someone recognized friggin' Bitcoin and said, I'm going to put $10 trillion into Bitcoin. It was so early in the distribution phase of the coin that it 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 would have fucking died the next block and the reason why is that person who initially put in the 10 trillion dollars worth of value the very next block early in the blockchain would have cut his evaluation in half. Why? He, I, the very first block of Bitcoin released 50 Bitcoin. All right. Now, let's say as someone saw those 50 Bitcoin and said, all right, I'm going to value each of those at $100 each. Well, the very next block, there's another 50. That initial guy, as soon as you add the extra 50 from the next block, they're only worth $50 each. Then the next block, they would have been cut in thirds. Right. So you have to start at a low price to reach a high price in blockchain. You cannot have a project get too popular too soon because then it erases value of everyone prior who invested in the coin. So I'm looking like when I bought, when I initially bought Theta, it was $12 a coin. Now it's down to a buck. Yep. So when I was buying it then. You were, it was overpriced. And it was overpriced by about four years. And was I hurting the project? Yep. But, and that's what I kept trying to explain to Bix. But he couldn't get it. He's like, no, look at the price go up. And I go, you're missing the goddamn point, Bix. You're killing it by overvaluing it. And interesting. It's it's but unfortunately I that there wasn't anything I could do about it. You know, that's why I partnered with the Divi project. Because it, I looked at their tokenomics and then I'm like, fuck you guys actually figured it out. 
I have people like, I paid 19 cents for Divi. Yeah, hold that shit. Because that's not their price cap. When the utility reaches the value, or when the utility reaches the adoption and value, 19 cents is going to look like a fucking joke. It's, it, and this is why corporations, projects, this is why I advise a lot of projects and on like tokenomics and shit like that. They, I, there's so much mathematics in it and you have to understand it at such a deep level that I've had arguments with on projects with fucking PhD mathematicians that don't understand tokenomics. Tokenomics will be, mark my words, there will be an M an MIT doctorate on tokenomics. Fuck, I might teach it. I don't even know yet. Because I'm one of the few people who write code they don't understand tokenomics. People who understand tokenomics, there's maybe in, in the whole world, there's maybe a hundred, maybe now, eh, I can't say whole world. Um, I I can t I know a lot of people in blockchain. There's I know maybe twelve people who truly understand the tokenomics of cryptocurrencies because. There's so many different factors. You have adoption rate. You have blockchain, blockchain release rates. You have all these mathematical calculations that never existed before. Like when uh, someone want to ask some corporate executive wants to once asked me, why, why are you even here? And I looked at him and I said, because you need me. And he said, no, I have a guy right here that knows how to sell shares. And I looked at him and I go, that's, that's cute. All right. But does he know? fractionalized blockchain structure share mathematics. Now, how did you learn that? If, if nobody knew how to do it, how did you figure it out? I mean, I, it doesn't sound like you could have picked up a book. No. I, uh, what I did was I watched, because it's actually, it's kind of a combination between quantum 
Mm, quantum theory, mathematics, and um, and uh, speculation, mathematics. So and, Cliff High taught you. Huh? So Cliff High taught you. I'm just playing. No, it, it's um, you and I have talked before. Mm -hmm. I, I see the world completely different than a lot of other people see the world. And my brain works in systems. So I can visualize tokenomics very quickly where a lot of people can't because it is it is a combination of high level mathematic formulas that are very sensitive to uh, zeros shall we say and most people won't get that joke that's okay. I'm I'm laughing on the inside. Um, how how I actually taught myself was I just I figured out the all of the parts of tokenization and then overlaid the separate formulas of each of the mathematical uh, uh, philosophies that would be needed to actually calculate each of those transitions. Hmm. So when your body's long gone, your brain's going to be in a jar, maybe. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, hang on. Uh, hey, and why do you think the Bitcoin supply schedule was so top-heavy instead of more evenly distributed? Rate of adoption. Right. I've all I've always said Bitcoin is a countdown clock. That's it. And what Satoshi that Satoshi knew is kind of what I I was just explaining that tokenomics includes human psychology because you have to actually factor in and come out with an equation for human emotion. So greed has a mathematical formulation to it. So initially, when Bitcoin was launched, the block reward was actually 50 
Bitcoin each block. Well, that was to entice the people who actually mine it early. Right? Then, then what Satoshi Nakamoto did was he actually took the Fibonacci mathematical equation, which works on a four-year timeline, which is a human cyclical natural mathematical equation that runs the universe and Earth, think the four seasons. And our DNA. And our DNA, right? And he put that into the halving formula. And so it showed him the halving should be every four years. Because that is the human cycle. That is the cycle of nature is by force. So humans have a, um, we have, um, we have a psychological tendency to reinvent ourselves every four years. Right? That's called the Fibonacci wave, or not really wave, more than cycle. Right? And so Satoshi put that into the code of Bitcoin because he knew that the adoption rate would have the ebb and flow of the human greed uh, cycle. Right? Now, he said greed. I actually call it self-interest. They're two different things. And so when he did that, what he did was he set up a countdown where the initial investors that were risking the most would be rewarded the most at the end of the cycle. And that's why from this point on, from this happening on, that's why it is called the in um, the corporation phase. If you read the white paper of actual Bitcoin and you understand what he was really talking about when he was talking the tokenomics uh, structure part of it was this this happening here is gonna 
blow everyone's mind because it is gonna it's it is gonna go up so fast and it is gonna break every historical fucking bitcoin there aren't gonna be any drops now, when I say drops, what I mean, there are going to be in the 80 or 70 or 60 or 50 or 40 or 30, maybe 20 this happening, but I doubt it. The next happening, no, it will never drop more than probably 5% after the next have, have happening after this one. This one, at the most, I think, will hit our all-time high. We'll, basically, we'll just keep having all-time highs with a 4, 5, 6% drop right back up to an all-time high. And what do you predict this all-time high is going to be? I heard you and Patrick throwing some numbers out. What do you and, think it's going to be? Uh, in how long? The next happening. The you next happening? So in four years and approximately 29 days, probably about $4.5 million each pickle. You think this is going to be the value of each Bitcoin? Yep. At the next have Four years from 29 days. What do you think we're going to hit this happening? Uh, we're just going to keep going up. Did That's what I mean when I say that this is completely different than any other cycle. Because now... We're at a price point and a velocity point and a hodl rate. Our hodl rate right now is 98%. That's our hodl rate. A couple, a couple months ago, it was 70. Yeah. We're at 98% hodl rate. That means for every Bitcoin purchased right now, 98% of them will be held longer than one year. People don't understand how fast this is going to jump. And when it does, it's, it, it, it's, that's why I'm working so hard on getting little guys into it. What's the actual date of the happening? I'll put it on my calendar. Are we uh, having like a party or something? Well, the uh, it's hard to really peg it. The closer we get, I think right now it's actually like March 30th. Because it was, uh, it, 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 it was eight. April 20th, right? And, oh, yeah, April 11th, 
and April 20th. So between those couple dates. And the date's moving based on how much Bitcoin's being sold up to that point, correct? Uh, no, it's actually, it's actually based on block time. On block time. Yep, on how quickly each block is resolved. Because it isn't exactly every 10 minutes. That's an average. Some are actually found in a couple minutes. Some of them are found in a half hour. It's an average. It isn't every, you know, 10 minutes. It's an average, which after, if the hash rate difficulty is too high, then the hash rate difficulty adjustment adjusts and lowers the actual difficulty hmm. so it's easier. It's, there's so many mathematical you know, formulas in this code that makes it perfect. And that's why you can't pin that date. So right. it's like fine tuning an engine. The car's gonna be running a little bit more efficiently, more efficiently. Yep. Hmm. Yep, it's, wow. it's why I have spent the last seven, almost eight years of my life trying to get people into this because I, I knew what it was. I knew how it was going to happen. I didn't know the specific dates and prices and all that but i knew the mathematics of it all and that's what i kept telling people is look this is gonna happen this is gonna happen when ben when i i can't tell you but the mathematics are there you know it's like asking uh hey ben when will two plus two equal four? When? Well, it does right now. Well, I can't see it. Uh, it it does. I mathematics doesn't have a timeline. Now, do you think there's any way that so the date seems to be getting closer and closer to us? Do you think there's any way it's going to start moving further away? No. Okay, so we we're in the six week countdown right now. Yes, that's that's why I told you the price I told you for the next halving. As the price goes higher, the price will go higher faster because Bitcoin is a stopwatch. But it is a countdown that every four years, the seconds get faster. That's the that's how I've explained it to a lot of projects and a lot of 
acts like corporate people. And nothing can slow it down. Nothing, nothing can slow it down. Nope. And because if you look at the block reward, the block reward releases seconds. Think of it like that. Right? Every happening, the amount of of um, of relative time is cut in half. So whichever with every happening, the price of the next run up is actually formulated into the code and then there's mathematical formulas you can do for Fibonacci and human emotion. And if you recognize every have, every having, the seconds get quicker. So technically, it's not every four years then, if the time is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. It's actually, um, well, the have, it's a number of blocks created. Mm -hmm. It's approximately four years worth of, of blocks. And uh, it's, it's so mathematically beautiful. And I use that word on purpose. And it's why Michael Saylor gets frustrated with people like, well, why not only own 10% of your portfolio in Bitcoin? Because he's an engineer. He under He thinks like I think. He sees things like I, he sees it in, in systems and he's intelligent enough and well-read enough to overlay the Fibonacci human cyclical uh, the cycles of nature over it. And he's... But, Unless you're able to do that, you can't explain it. That's why he's always trying to visualize it for people. That's why I'm always trying to visualize it for people. Because we see it, but we can't explain it all in one long, drawn-out mathematical equation. Now, we could write it down that way, but no one would fucking understand it. They'd look at it and go, well, that looks like a chalkboard full of mobbly gunk. And yeah, but you asked me what Bitcoin was. Yeah, well, can you break it down a little bit? All right, then I'll have to use analogies. Mm -hmm. And all we do because a math mad 
a mathematical formula is just chunks of different types of actual math in a formula. And each each of the mathematical calculations, if you're intelligent enough, can be translated into a very simple analogy in nature. And that's what I do. That's what Michael Saylor does. There's very few of us who can really do it well. It's, all right, we'll explain Austrian economics. All right, do you want me to draw it on a chalkboard? Or do you want me to explain it in analogies? In analogies, okay. Austrian economics at its simplest explanation is a seed. You plant a seed in the ground. The seed absorbs the nutrients of the surrounding soil. As that seed grows through the calculation of energy absorbed, time, and, uh, and usage in the surrounding community, that gives you value. So the longer you wait, which is number two, that's time, the more people in your community use wood and the more energy that the tree absorbs from the earth, that will give you the value of the tree. And that's Austrian economics, is value-added cultural economics. So interesting. It's so interesting when you, you've been taught a certain way and then you hear something like this and you try to get your brain to embrace it and start to yes. think that way. All right. This guy nailed it. Have you ever seen that move in Goodwill Hunting? I don't think so. Watch it. That's me. How old is that movie? I'm write that down. Oh, I don't even know like what year it was. Okay. But it's this kid who I don't even think he graduated high school like me. Walked in to, or worked at a university, right? Mopping the floors. And one of the professors actually put out an unsolvable uh, mathematical equation. This guy, this young kid, mopping the floor, walks by, looks at it, 
and then writes the answer right under it. And not, not only writes it under it, the answer to the mathematical equation in long form is a whole chalkboard. Right. Now, there's a higher level of mathematics called composition. Mm -hmm. That's where you condense larger formulas into smaller formulas. He wrote it in such a condensed formula that the professor had to have it explained to him. And that's how my mind works. We're definitely watching that movie. Oh, it it will blow your mind because it's 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 weird living this way. I'm sure there are not many people you can talk to that you actually get a return value in a conversation. That's what I'm assuming. No, no, no uh, uh, emotionally, yes. Oh, right, emotionally, but intellectually, probably no. Yeah, it's pretty slim pickings. But... You're an amazing man, then. Honored to call you my friend. You've taught me so much. I love the fact that you're the first person I stumbled on when my brother introduced me to crypto because nobody else could explain it. No, nobody. And I'm, I'm a fairly intelligent individual, but I just didn't get it. But you've taught me so much. And for that, I thank you, my friend. You've opened my eyes and my mind. Almost like out of a prison. You broke me out of a prison. You've enabled me to think in a different way. Something that was never part of my education. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. That's why I keep these here. <laughs> I know a lot of us feel the same way. So thank you. No, thank you, guys. I'm... I'm... I love my life. I do. Absolutely love it. Um, I I wish everyone could see what I see. Because humans are magic. It's it's just <sighs> I once told a very smart friend of mine that humans are like, we are the ultimate musician, musicians, the, ult, the ultimate magicians 
that don't know our own secrets to our magic. Hopefully that's coming. Oh, it absolutely is. It's just, we, it's, it's very sad sometimes watching everything that's happening right now. But yet it's very encouraging because I'm seeing people wake up at levels that I I didn't know if they would, but I hope they would, and a lot of people are. And when I say wake up, I don't mean like, oh, the government corruption. I don't know. They're unlocking their own brains. And that's that's the key to all of this. Mm-hmm. What humans need to realize is that we can achieve anything, anything. You just have to unlock your brain. And stop letting some other human tell you what to do and direct your steps and put you in this box. Yep. It's, it's, we are so creative. We are amazing creatures. We are, we are magic. And what people like yourself and others and, and, and so many people are realizing that, holy shit, I can do anything. I can make anything happen. All I have to do is think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's the key to everything. And and as you think about it, you get good at thinking. And then before you know it, you're thinking without thinking. And before you know it, you're not even thinking anymore. And that's what that's what they're trying to suppress. Yes. That's when they say you can't stop what's coming because we are waking up to who we are and the power that we have and the people that run the world, they're they're done. Well well, they'll be irrelevant. Yep. Um you probably heard me explain how I live my life in a flow of action mm-hmm. where I don't even think about it. I just, if, if I'm walk, if I'm somewhere and I see something and I get a feeling that I should do something right there, I just do it. I don't think about it. I don't ponder. No, I, I've actually gotten so good at thinking that I don't even have to think about thinking. I do that too. And I notice, like, I, 
I have a list, right? Every day I have a list. Like yesterday, for example, the things that I thought my brain wanted me to accomplish, I didn't get done, but I was actually tremendously productive as I let the flow of energy pull me toward what it was I was doing. Even though my brain's like, you, you don't need to do that. You need to do this. But because I didn't fight the natural flow of the feeling, I got so much done. And honestly, the things I didn't get done, obviously, weren't that important. Yep. Uh, my grandfather. <laughs> my grandfather used to say, lists are useless. That's what you wanted to do yesterday. I have a stack of garbage. I call it garbage. On I have a couple different desks. And it grows and grows and grows. Things that I thought were so important that I had to do so I didn't throw them out. When I go back to clean that up a month or two later, I'm like, why did I save this garbage? And I think it's pretty funny how I thought then it was important. But it really was wasn't. It had no value. So. Yeah, that's something else. My grandfather used to tell me, everything you need to know is right in front of you. Hmm. Everything else is just you worrying about bullshit that yeah. is not in front of you. It's a distraction. Yep. Hmm. And that's how I live my life. I live my life, what I can affect in this very moment. That's why I do all of my shows live. Because it's you'll achieve what you need to achieve in the moment you need to achieve it. Don't worry about if it's pretty. Don't worry about if it sounds perfect. Don't worry about how it looks. Achieve what you need to achieve in the moment you need to achieve it. And your life will explode in prosperity. Part of that, though, I, I feel part of my learning process. I have to trust that what I'm going to do or say is what is relevant at that time. So, yeah. for example, you know, if I was doing a live show, Maybe before I would do all these notes, I do this, this, this. Now it's, I just, I know, and I believe that what's going to come out of my mouth, hopefully most of the time, things that I say or do are what are going to be relevant for someone listening, you, you know, myself, whatever it is at that moment in time, because it's always changing. Yep. And that, this is what really pisses off my wife. I never apologize for anything I ever say. Because in that moment, I meant it. Now, I may say, you know. Oops. Sorry you asked that question. But I won't say, I'm sorry I answered it the way I did. It's it, because if you apologize for something you meant to say, you're lying. 
Absolutely. That's why these like these politicians, oh, you should apologize. Don't apologize because you meant what you said. It's yeah. not heartfelt. Don't give me that crap because when you apologize for something you said, now I know you're really lying because you you don't mean that apology. So just don't yep. mess with Yeah. That's that's why I used to tell my kids and especially uh my daughter Sarah. My daughter Sarah was the queen of never lying but never telling the truth. Hmm. That's got to be an art in itself. <laughs> I, she would not tell me things. But then if she got caught, she'd go, yeah, I did it. <laughs> my ex-husband would always say, so my she would never lie. But if, yep. if, if I caught her doing something, she'd go, yeah, you got me. Yeah, my second <laughs> ex-husband would always say, he would give me certain facts and leave out others. And then say, well, if I don't tell it to you, it's not lying. I said, leaving out part of the truth is lying. So spin it however you choose. You're lying. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah. it's, everything evolves the way it should. Mm -hmm. Humans are based on efficiency and self-interest. That's it. Now, self-interest is not selfishness, right? Self-interest is me helping you because I have interest in you. That's not selfish. You know? It's not. Collectively, we are one. Right. So if I help you or you help me, it's helping yourself. Yep. Oh, that's a great freaking quote. Whatever the mind of man conceives and believes, that's the key. Yep. It can achieve. Yes. Napoleon Hill. That's true. Watch a documentary on him sometime. Napoleon Hill. Very, very interesting person. I got a lot of homework from this uh, live show, Ben. Writing all these things yeah. down, I got to research and do. Well, it's, it's, and this has been a long, long episode. Yeah. That's all right. Um, Ted, I love you. Hey, everyone. Don't forget silver, mm. right? Okay. Where can people reach out and actually get a hold of you if they have questions or you know anything? And I'm telling you guys, Deb is a wealth of knowledge of entrepreneurial energy because she's been doing it forever. I mean, she knows real estate. She knows business. She knows, you know, how golf. She knows. <laughs> Don't forget the working out. Yes, health and wellness. I mean, she's she's an an all around amazing person. 
So Deb, where can they reach you? Well, if you, uh, there's a link below for Bitcoin Ben Silver, I believe, but you can also find me, uh, feel free to shoot me an email, deb.pusatir, my last name as it shows on the screen, deb.pusatir at gmail.com. We also have a Telegram group that anybody can join, Bitcoin Ben Silver. And we do, we chat more about silver, um, more than about silver. So feel free, any questions on there, you can catch me there also. Yep. Yep. All right. Everyone have a great day. Deb, I will talk to you later, Ben. You will. Have an amazing day, Ben. Thank you. I will, sweet. All right.